Hello and welcome to the Hooligan Report for another week. I'm your host as always, SM, and with me I have Cruyff. Yeah, guten Abend, meine Freund. I also have Cookson. What is love? Oh baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. And we have Type Club. Oh, hello. <laughs> nice and normal. <laughs> uh, we, we, we've got a lot to get through tonight, boys, so we'll... Uh, Get started, and we might talk about uh, the Premier League games from last weekend, uh, and we'll start with the game between the title contenders Chelsea and Man City, which again finished 1-1, as the earlier game in the season did. Um, How did you guys see it? Yeah, it was the 1-1 draw between the two contenders, as you said. Some good calls there, yeah? Yeah, thank you, uh, Jürgen Klopp. Yeah. (laughs) Facing the sack, mate. Great great, great goals, really, the, the... Play from Chelsea's, I, I don't know who sent it along, maybe Ivanovic, and then the cross from, was it Azard? Yeah, on, it was, first, I think it was Ivanovic through for um, Azard for the, uh, for the assist. Yeah, first touch on that for that cross was absolutely magnificent, and the tapping by Remy. But a great play, and even for the, the anticipation by Silva, um, that, that was great too, after improvising from Aguero's misfired shot. Interestingly, when you see the replays for the, um, for the Remy goal, Company looks like he's a bit uh, off the pace in terms of blocking the shot or block- blocking the cross, I should say. Um, he's, he's, he hasn't looked right all season, really. He's quite injury prone, and I think that's starting to actually affect him. I mean, Company hasn't actually really been that well since the last time they won the title, which is like eleven, twelve. Well, and last season. Uh, he still was a bit sus last season too. I mean, he's just. I mean, we gotta say our oh, best centre back in a little bit. He really hasn't offered a good solid two years now. I mean, other centre-backs would be past him and he's just injured or an out-of-form and not the player he once was right now. How'd you see it, uh, Type Club? Actually, um, it was a bit of a letdown. I was expecting a, good, a really good match. Um, a little bit let down. Both teams played in their shells, it seemed. Which is surprising, really. When it's at Stanford Bridge, you'd expect um, a, a Mourinho side to go out and really give it to them. Um, obviously, we all expect him to park the bus away from home to an extent, but... At home, you'd um, you'd expect him to be a bit more, bit more attacking, a few more goals in it. I guess, though, a, a draw for Chelsea suits them more than a loss. And a draw for City only leaves things how it was. So I guess a draw wasn't that bad of a result oh, I think, at the end of the day. I think both sides are pretty happy with the draw in the end, to be honest. Because, yeah, as you say, it leaves things as they were. It's professional by Jose team. Absolutely. Professional um, performance. Speaking of professional performances, we had uh, Stoke win 3-1 over QPR. The highlight of this being, of course... Uh, perfect hat-trick. Johnny Walters with the perfect hat-trick. First time since 2011, I believe. Carlos um, Tevez was the last, wasn't he? No, in fact, it was uh, Lukaku uh, for West Brom against your mob. And I think on the same day, uh, Kevin Nolan for West Ham got one. I know, I know Hasselbank hit one back in the day against Spurs. All glorious goals as well. Um, so yeah, speaking of glorious, the back heel for his first one I, was probably the highlight of the uh, of the three for me. Um, ab- just absolutely brilliant vision and brilliant touch. I'm and... surprised Stoke actually scored a goal. To be honest, <laughs> I'm surprised we're talking about Stoke playing football. To be honest, <laughs> well, my mate who's a part-time QPR supporter, he supports Liverpool the rest of the time when they're uh, when they're winning matches. Uh, when he found out they were playing Stoke, said, "Oh, Stoke are pretty uh, pretty easy beats, aren't they?" And there was a famous last words, I guess. And um, and Harry got sacked, or he walked away. Well, he did his no, knee, didn't he? He's getting knee surgery. Get it right. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, the old knee, eh? Yeah. <laughs> because managers have never been known to manage from the stands, have they? <laughs> no, I What's mean, he going to do? 
<laughs> I, I think it's legitimate, to be honest. But Legit, You think it's legitimate that he couldn't go on being a football manager because he has to get knee surgery? How's he going to do training? He doesn't do training. That was the, one of the biggest criticisms leveled at him, was he's How's never he on the training pitch. Inter- How's he going to do an injury? Didn't he have a bloody heart attack like, a couple of years ago and kept on managing? Yeah, Sunus. Sunus had, a, had heart surgery and kept managing. No, but didn't something happen to Ari as well? Um, I think he had knee surgery earlier. I think he had knee surgery in the summer. Uh, actually, uh, maybe, I was, maybe I've got that mixed up. I was reading a reading a really scathing article about Ari from a QPR supporter who was saying he had knee surgery in the summer and I think they had um, McLaren step in. Was it, it must be McLaren before he went to Derby and um, that was that was actually when they were looking their best in the championship. Sorry, so it was at the start of the championship season, um, and that was actually when they were looking their best when that Redknapp wasn't in charge of the team. That's I have a question though. What's Sky Sports going to do? I mean, who did they interview on deadline day outside of the car window? Uh, I, can't, I can't see Van Hal stepping up. I mean, Van <laughs> hit the beach. Who, who, yeah, who's who's uh, who likes their Range Rovers? I can't really think of any. Maybe maybe Big Sam. Maybe Brandon Rogers outside of the plastic uh, <laughs> or a uh, or a solarium. Be- Beckham's got about ten Range Rovers, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but David Beckham's is, is well. He's he's probably smart on football, but a manager, he's probably as thick as a plank. Oh, I agree. If, if, if you heard him speak sort of thing, like he doesn't sound too too too, too sharp, does he, lads? <laughs> you watch if he signed a uh, signed a foreign player, they'd leave after a couple of weeks because they just wouldn't understand the thing he's saying. That didn't stop people staying when we had Fergie. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, speaking hey, just of a, just a wee bit. <laughs> Mate, you're full of the accents tonight. Just a wee bit. <laughs> well, uh, like, speaking... I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man of many talents. <laughs> speaking of glorious backheels, we'll uh, talk about your mob now, Cruyff, and that's Arsenal, uh, who got their proceedings underway with another glorious backheel assist for, um, I believe it was Giroud who was put through on goal and started the avalanche of five goals. Yes, I think the performance was very convincing. Uh, Aston Villa were very poor. But we played very good football, and we deserve the win. Eleven I mean, goals in twenty yet twenty three games, I think it is for Villa. That, that, that's that's got to be. Uh, if they don't go down, I, it will be one of the greatest escapes in football. I mean, now here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Speaking about that game, step one, you expect Özil to make the good assist, considering his eyes literally go around his head. <laughs> 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 and two, right, here is the list of players who are outscoring Aston Villa for this season in total. I mean, they've scored. 14 goals this season. Sanchez. Oh, here it is. Aguero. Costa. Yeah. Sanchez. Harry Kane. Leo Messi. Ronaldo scored more in October. <laughs> <laughs> I remember having that discussion. Back in October. <laughs> yeah. Apparently Villa are, are good according to Apollo. They're just in, in, in a bad mate, patch. Mate, did you say they battered you because they beat you in possession? That's all hey, you need to do. Main, if, you, if you have possession, that's the only stat that matters. Yeah. So there's still three more names. One's <laughs> obvious. Two are not. Uh, Neymar? Charlie Austin? No, Neymar, oh. Benzema, oh, yeah. and Mario Mandzukic. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I mean, considering Robin Van Persie's on, like, I think he's on 12 goals and he's had a crap season, so it's not looking good for Villa when... I can't believe they're still out of the relegation zone, and that that sort of started the conversation with Apollo because he took a swing at Hull, but I can't understand how they're not in the relegation zone, and really, it's that early season form where I think they were second at one point after a few games. Just, just, just quietly, yeah, because they won their first couple of games. Five nil victory, even on Villa. That's it's still impressive, and we're we're hitting form at the right time. We're getting key play, keep yeah, we're getting key players back at an important time as well. So I we I reckon we we'll finish third the way we're going. We don't have a tough one home. That's a trophy, trophy right there, isn't it? On. Yeah, 
Is Santi Cazola the new top dog? Well, I don't know. He's playing well at number 10. But if if him and Ozil just switch between the left and centrally, I mean, there's no reason why they can't stay in the side together. You can't speak sense to a football manager. God forbid we've tried on this podcast. And I guess the other big positive sign for you, Cruyff, is Walcott scoring a goal and looking like he's getting back to his best. Yeah, I mean, he'll be vital against Spurs, I think, with his pace. Hopefully, Alexis is fit again. Because in the last derby, for some reason, he was left on the bench. Yeah, I think that was... I have have no idea why. It was grand final day. We all know who won that game. Um... That's right, yeah, because these are the these are the this is the set of fixtures that were uh, played Grand Final Day. So I have absolutely no memory of any football matches from that week, from that week. Yeah, but um, I don't know why he was left on the bench. He changed the game as soon as he came on. So I mean, hopefully he's fit and he can start on Saturday. But I guess we'll just have to see. I mean, also, she uh, had another point too. Uh, trying to remember it. So not Aston Villa though. Well, I mean, when you think about it through their club's history, I mean. They don't seem to be involved in anything, don't they? They're, They're a very plain club, yeah. No, 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 title, the runs, no title runs, no relegation oh, battles. Hey, in, hey, they won They won the Champions Cup in 81, I think. <laughs> and they won it I mean, twice. I think they won it twice. To be fair to them, twice, when, 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 when Martin O'Neill was there, they actually looked a pretty decent side and they were pretty good to watch. And they used to they used to start seasons pretty strongly, I think, and they, they'd finish around that sort of fifth to sixth place a couple of seasons in a row. That was because of Ashley Young. They had Young, they had Milner, they had Agbon yeah. uh, was in good form, they had all those Barry. sorts of guys. Barry, yeah. They actually had a pretty decent side back in the day, but um, yeah, since O'Neill's left, they've kind of gone downhill. Yeah, he fell out with uh, Randy Lerner. That was that was a problem. That was kind of the, the start of the end for them, wasn't it? Because I yeah. think I think he fell out because of their transfer policy, which is obviously uh, what's gotten to them gotten them to this point. They're going to get relegated. I'd be very surprised if they don't get relegated. To be honest, well, if they keep winning possession, there's no that's no reason why they should get relegated. <laughs> we won possession. Oh, we're talking in. about the football league table. Hey, say that again. We're talking about the table, though. <laughs> yeah, but if they're winning position, that's the main thing. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be relegated if they keep winning position. Yeah, because it means they're better than the other side, isn't it? Doesn't exactly, it? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They're Barcelona like. <laughs> um, but speaking of speaking of players that made a uh, good comebacks from injury, uh, we also had Sturridge return from injury for Liverpool and score within about ten minutes of coming onto the pitch, which was very. Uh, positive signs for any Liverpool supporters out there. It was an excellent home run, I will say that. (laughs) (laughs) Liverpool have gone up to 7th in the table. That's amazing. It's probably the highest they've been all season. Where's it on the the Scouse Boom bus cycle? It's February. Where's that? I think that broke down, actually, um, about two months ago. Well, it was Sturridge's first game since um, August. And only his second goal of the season. Pardon? It was still out for Villa. This right. I was about to say, you, you ruined my punchline. Yeah. I was going to say, watch out, Villa is closing in. Coutinho's in good form. Actually, has David Villa, the player, scored more goals this season than Aston Villa, the team? We need to look that up. Has he been playing for... Um... No, remember, it's season over for them. Oh, damn. I don't think he's played. But um, but Liverpool, I mean... That would have been a good punchline. They left, they left Gerrard and Lovren out of the squad entirely. Like They weren't even on the bench, so... Surprising that they're finally resting players. Just it just so happened that they got a good result. Um, they left Gerard and Lovren out, and things happened for them. <laughs> so Gerard is like a massive weigh on the shoulders of Liverpool. Well, yeah, you remember when they lost to Basel, um, and the player said the player came out and said um, we targeted those two guys because we thought they were they were a bit vulnerable there. 
But it's okay. A Gerard thing did wing on the weekend. It was a horse. It had to come from behind victory. Was that Gerard's slip? Yes, it came from behind. Slip off at the end in choke. Stayed on its feet. Well, another another uh, come from behind victory was Liverpool this morning over Bolton. Um, spared their blushes in the last few minutes through a couple of goals from Sterling and Coutinho. But uh, Bolton for a while were looking pretty good for going through. Wasn't wasn't it Jean and Coutinho? Um, I thought it was Sterling. Maybe maybe I, was, I think it was Jean who provided the assist for Sterling. Oh, great goal! Actually, you're right. Yeah, but great 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 goal from Coutinho. Yeah, Coutinho is on fire. Do we reckon Liverpool will be able to keep hold of him? I, I know there's been some discussion on the forum about it. Yeah, I brought that up today, actually. Yeah, I brought that up today. If they don't make Europe, I'd say next season, I'd say see you later. Coutinho just signed a contract, though, like uh, this week. I can't think of any Liverpool players recently who have uh, signed a new contract and then left in the summer. Uh, I'm racking my brains. So yeah. I can't think of anyone. Me either, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's someone that, that I must be thinking of things. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's yeah, on the I tip mean, of my tongue. Um, he's probably, he might have been having it's a chat e- with... It's eating away at me. I can't yeah, it's eating away at me. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, um, you've got a. The question is, he signed the contract, yes, but what's the buyout clause? Who's his agent? Well, I don't know. Um, but it wouldn't be difficult to swindle um, E and I, no matter who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be a packet of chips or something. Yeah. Um, anyway, we'll move on, um, and we'll discuss the other big talking point from the weekend which occurred uh, unfortunately with my my side up against Newcastle uh, late in stoppage time in the first half when El Mahamedy punched the ball into the net and I'll unashamedly admit that I jumped up from the couch screaming because I thought it was a goal uh, only to sit back down rather sharply um, what did the mate say they they laughed at me <laughs> <laughs> to be fair though they did actually compliment the linesman on being able to spot it because um, watching it live it was very very hard to tell what had actually happened and it was only he from the replay he can't be doing that he, he should be banned which I was about to ask do you guys I mean he got a yellow card at the time which I think would mean that he can't be banned retrospectively no, I, I, was, I was shit staring but I mean oh, I, 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 genuinely do you, I, I reckon he should have been sent off because it's as bad if not worse than diving uh, but it was got, a good fist got... I mean he got good contact <laughs> he did get good he would have gone into a decent row look, I mean that's look, I, I, reckon that's, I reckon that's a golden fist isn't it golden fist nomination yeah um, but quite good seriously because if you can get yellow carded for simulation, which is creating a goal-scoring opportunity, actually scoring a goal illegally has got to be at least as bad. I think it's just something that you look embarrassed about. I reckon it's not a red card thing. It's just because if you see it, the ref sees it, it's a yellow card. But you if the ref stupid. doesn't see it, and that would have leveled the match at one all, if we'd then gone on to get a point or won the game, New- Newcastle fans would have been rightly furious. And you better uh, score a goal like Diego Maradona to get away with it. <laughs> I'll do it against it was straight. What, what was the score? Uh, it was 3 0 in the end. Ah. So, yeah, so. Is Bruce gone yet? Sorry? Is Bruce still there? He is. Uh, there was an, actually, there was a rumour in the papers today that uh, the owners are looking at bringing in Neil Lennon from Bolton because he's done a decent job with them and obviously formerly of Celtic. But uh, I can't see any credibility in that one, to be honest. Well, I know a manager. Did Newcastle have a manager at the moment? Sorry? Did Newcastle have a manager right now? I think they've appointed Carver for the rest of the season. And he, he wants okay. to stay there long term. He's a bit of a Sherwood, I reckon. Sees himself as their long term, but he'll get the flick in the summer no matter what. Right. But um, speaking of Sherwood, do we see him potentially going to QPR? I think that's cool. a big well, rumor. I hope so. it would be funny, at least. From one former Spurs manager to another. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think they made the point, um, uh, Redknapp was brought in right before they went to play Sunderland away, uh, struggling in the relegation zone, 
and two years on, he's left, and they're playing Sunderland away next week, and they're still struggling in the relegation zone, and they've lost a lot of money doing it. So, interesting times to be a, a QPR supporter, but uh, also interesting times to be an Australian. Um, oh, whoa, whoa, we'll move on. We need to talk about United. Oh, no, we don't. No, no, we don't. We talk about how Dolly Blind is maybe the best midfielder in the world, or soon to be. How'd you rate your formation this week, Cookie? It was Turn good. He's up. up turbo. <laughs> best, best, best midfielder in the world. Jeez. Jeez. May I? Wow. Well, hopefully, hopefully. What? He does does, does Nemanja Matic not exist anymore? Well, considering Maron Fellaini tore him a new arsehole, yes. Yeah. Or how about how about Fabregas? He's non-existent, not important. Anderson, even Anderson beat him. Would you want a midfield if you lost to Anderson? What do you believe? Who I believe left this week to go to was it a Brazilian club, I think. Was it Internacional? Yes. Something. Yeah. For free. Yeah. Except they had to pay for the cargo plane to carry his big fat ass. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, it was George, good. I mean, some guy named George Mendes has been talking a bit of trash about um. About Manchester United? Yeah, I saw that, actually. Well, hey. um, he just wants more money out of it. Basically saying that the manager is absolutely useless. He's just well, it's because he's not playing Falcao. He's um, he's, he's a player. And wasn't it uh, Joey Barden came out last week and said that was the worst Man United team he'd ever played against? Well, no, I can find They're all just digging in. They're all just... It's it's a free, uh, free fall, Cookson. Yeah, he cares about Joey Barton. <laughs> he lost... So anyway. he, he owes us a title, to, to that prick. Yeah, that's true, actually. But yeah, Dali Blinds back. I mean, he adds so much more, considering he's more active than Carrick. He's more mobile. You can play him anywhere he works. I mean, it's. Just, I still don't want to see Rooney. I want to see Rooney up front, not in midfield. My fantasy team would like to say that as well. So would every other United supporter, but yeah, it's decent. We're improving, I reckon. It's the top four, here we go. I reckon, I think... And we're Manchester going to win United, have they signed... Did they sign anyone? Yes. You signed some Valdez. kid on loan from... Was it Bolton? Yeah, we needed him for our... under Because we sent someone out on loan to Bolton to play in the first team. Yeah. We need someone for our under-21s. Is that the legitimate reason? Yeah. Okay. short of defenders. Oh, fair enough. Unless he turns into somehow the next Zinedine Zidane or David Alaba. You never know. Well, yeah, no, I wondered genuinely whether you were basically learning him in to have a good look at him and see whether you wanted to buy what? him. Wait, pause. Pause. How are Zinedine Zidane and David Alaba mentioned in the same sentence? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm he... more concerned about here. He could be. This is very unlikely. What? So he could be like a left back, or he could be like a number ten. Yes, he could be both. <laughs> He's magical. <laughs> he could be both. Jesus Christ! <laughs> dear, dear. Who are we talking about? I got no idea. Some kid from Bolton. Yeah. Okay. Turning into Liverpool, you're sounding like a Liverpool supporter. But that'd be saying I can win the. We can win the league every year. <laughs> All right, we're gonna win the league, lad. <laughs> oh, Steven Gerrard. I did enjoy that the Bolton fans were getting in a bit on that uh, that lovely chant this morning. Seems like everyone's doing it. He'll follow him till he retires. Yeah, and, be- and probably Dad- beyond. If he if he comes back as Liverpool manager, I reckon it'll resurface. Even when he pops into the stores, even when he pops in the Macca's at a quarter pound, I expect all the teenagers behind the desk to go, Steve Gerrard, Gerrard. I did not understand a word of that sentence. <laughs> when he goes to McDonald's to order his quarter pounder. Oh. Okay. Everyone at the store should give him it. Everyone. I want him on constant. It needs to follow him. He will be haunted by that. You've got no mercy. Um, But now we might move on, (laughs) Cookson, if it's okay, uh, to talk about the success of the Socceroos uh, over the weekend. I think it was our first uh, first bit of silverware for the national side. Without Tim Cahill, we're in a world of trouble. Um, 
said spoken like somebody who didn't actually watch the game. <laughs> who scored our goal scorer? No. Luongo. Luongo. I was asking Crow if Cookie. I know Luongo scored one. Yeah. And Troisi, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Was it was it Troisi? How many, how, many di- how many different goal scorers do you reckon we had for the tournament, Cruyff? Oh, I'd say eight. <laughs> Are you looking at the stats right now? No, no. I swear to God, I'm not. I have Facebook <laughs> open. I just, would say eight at a guess. That's just a bloody lucky guess. But eight different goal scorers. I don't know how you can say we're in trouble once Cahill leaves. We've got. I think we've got the nucleus of a very good young side now. Yes, um, but it's still replacing who, him. I mean, who, who scored a left back? Davidson, yeah. Mm. Who else scored? Troisi. In the final? No, so it was Troisi. No, no, Luongo. just just in oh. general. Luongo, Troisi, Cahill, yeah. Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. Cruz. Cruz. Yep. Yeah, Milligan. Milligan. Uh, what do we say? And, oh, and Sainsbury. Sainsbury. Okay, now how many of them are defenders? Two. Uh, Davidson and Sainsbury. Okay, how many? And and Milligan. Milligan's a centre mid. Now, how many of them are going to score regularly? Um, I would say Not Cruz. Many. Oh, out of those those no, defenders that those, you've named. So we take we cut we, we cut five from that list. Now, who else is there? Troisi, I'll give you. Luongo, I'll give you. Cruz, I'll give you. Um, who else was there? Jedinak. Jedinak, dead ball maybe. Um, and and whoever else we said, but I, I think that's that's are, a lot more options than we've had in the last few years. Maybe yes, but are these guys big game players like Cahill was? Then consider we've also got guys like Urich and Burns who didn't score, but Urich, for instance, set up the winning goal. Burns, who looked very sharp all tournament, who just didn't find the back of the net, but may yet find form in the national team. Uh, we do have other strikers coming through. That's all good and well, but. To replace someone like Cahill, who has, I guess, presence, is a lot easier said than done. People oh. can score goals, but you need presence, you need leadership, all that sort of stuff as well. Don't get and I don't, Sorry. I don't think it would be as easy to replace him as what you're suggesting. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying with a click of our fingers we're going to replace him and yeah. have another player scoring as many goals as him. What I'm saying is that we're going to be able to win matches without him, yeah. as shown by winning the final with him off the field. It'll be scrappy, but again, it'll take time. If not, we'll just get our cloning specialist out, and we'll just get Ronaldo and just clone him. Problem solved. <laughs> Why not? Hey, he's from. He's from. Apparently, he's from Perth or something. So. Yeah. Did you end, Did you end up looking that up? Because that's a. That was true. I... Yeah, his grandparents live from Perth, but I'm talking about the Brazilian Ronaldo. We need oh, some the Brazilian. Oh, that one. <laughs> well, we could. To be honest, if I could pick any striker, we'd probably need someone like Ibrahimovic. Like he can hold up, be creative, but. He's, I mean, that's the dream, to have someone like him. So, so what you're saying is we need to go after the, the kids, right? And like, Yeah, give him an Australian passport. Yeah. <laughs> Migration. Do some dodgy deal. I mean, Ronaldo could probably be a better Prime Minister than Abbott, so... Maybe we could <laughs> well, go after the Beckham kids. So, winning the Asian Cup means we're now into the Confed Cup. Um, are there any other teams that have already qualified for it? or Germany. And so, Russia. So Germany and Russia is the only two. And then, is it the winner of this African Cup of Nations or the next one? I think it's the next one. And then it'll be the winner of the Euros as well. Yeah, so probably... Oh, I don't know. I feel like Belgium Spain maybe? or the Netherlands. Nah, Belgium are apparently struggling to qualify for it. Oh, really? Could be France. Ireland, come on. Get in the Irish. Oh, they're luckily Irish. potatoes. Top of the morning to your lassie. Who was your face? We did the leprechaun. <laughs> anyway, we might move on from that. Uh, we'll talk about Deadline Day, boys. Oh, we've already, wow. we've already so, touched on it a little bit. Uh, surprisingly, oh, yeah. not much happened in the end. Needs more dildos. It was like one transfer, wasn't it? Sorry? That, that one transfer? 
that one transfer. Yeah, that guy United signed who was like who's like seventeen or something. Well, we had uh, Darren Fe- the next Dan or Alaba. <laughs> no, that's a guy from one bone from Bolton. <laughs> uh, Darren Fletcher so did leave United. Was uh, the Chelsea one? I thought Fletcher oh, Quadrado. Yeah. Yeah, Quadrado made the move to Chelsea, and uh, I think... Oh, Schuller. Schuller went off to Wolfsburg, which is yeah. a good, good move. Good good signing for them. Link up with De Bruyne. Yeah. So that, they'll, they'll, do, they'll do well, I think. Mm, I don't know if it's a good idea getting rid of Schuller. I think he's a pretty good player. I agree. I completely agree. I think... I, I, I was surprised to see him forced out. I'm not even sure if um, Quadrado is better. I mean, he's a better playmaker, but scoring goals, I think Schuller is ahead. Honestly, yeah, I'm I reckon... Sh- I'm, not, I'm not too sure of that either. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly well, reckon the only reason Quadrado was bored is because he had a good World Cup. I completely agree with that also. I sure it wasn't bad either. Yeah, so it's, it's a bit of a strange one. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a strange one. You agree. <laughs> but it, it, but I guess I guess because Mourinho likes his hard workers, that's what Quadrado is, so he'll work hard up and down that flank. Yeah, he's a tough tough kid. Um, works hard. One of those... Um, Stamps pretty well. <laughs> looks like Trevino too. Just not as big as a forehead. He looks not strange. saying much to be honest. Speaking of uh, interesting looking players, we also had Aaron Lennon head to Everton on loan. Didn't he he looks so happy with that move. He looked so happy with that move, didn't he? It seemed like um, it seemed like it was a wind up. I mean, could he even look more angry if he tried? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, someone dug out the photos from when he signed for Spurs, and he had the same facial expression. So I guess that's just how he yeah. looks. I think he's a wind. It's got to be a wind up. I mean, that's that's. There's been some pretty really... funny, pretty funny memes made of him, like at a at theme parks and weddings and stuff, <laughs> with those with the facial expressions. So uh, yeah, but you can't keep the Lennons away from uh, Liverpool, can you? Oh, no. Good one. Good one. <laughs> I'll pay it. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything better. Gee, imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Hull brought in a striker in. Dame Ndoi from uh, from Senegal, and we've already figured out the chant for him, which will be Ndoi will always love you. <laughs> oh no! Did they actually buy him? Pluck we him did. from Senegal too? Well, he, we bought him from Lokomotiv Moscow over in Russia, right. um, but he's just had a decent tournament for Senegal at the uh, African Cup of Nations next to Cisse. Um, How does the chant go again? I'm not repeating it. You can listen back to the podcast if you want to hear it again. Yeah. Oh, okay. I will. Last <laughs> no, the chant that I will miss the most now that well, Anderson has departed. I've already I've already brought him in on FIFA and he's he's rated at 79 and and we know that FIFA's the ultimate authority on this stuff. And no, I, I, I played a match with him and he injured himself after about 30 minutes. So that's typical. Oh, it's a, he's a he's a typical hell player already. He had you the good chant there. When I bought him and let and let him know. Yes, he had the good chant. I was like, Anderson, and, and he's just so excellent. And I mean, here's the sad part: he was two years off having a testimonial. I think it was, no, I think it was one year for Anderson. How many yes. games did he play for you guys? Like a hundred odd. Vegas did he eat? How many years? So he was there for what? Eight years or eight or nine years? Eight. <laughs> he like... came with Nani, didn't he? Yep. But here's the thing, though, man. He was going to be the replacement for Fred the Red. Oh, all right. He was going to be a mascot. He was the perfect mascot. I mean, he's cuddly, lovable. The kids would have loved him. Would give out free burgers to everyone. Oh, dear. And another fun fact about the FA Cup. You know how they f- West Anfield is Sacco? Yeah, actually, I saw that yeah. today. Right. The prior, the, do you know how much they got fined? Yeah, I, th- yeah. I saw this. So it was what? They fi- got fined 50000 71000 And the prize money was 90000 or something? 
Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's. I mean, every club could do that now. I mean, they could just do that. Say no. I mean, if you keep winning, I mean. What I don't understand is why uh, pulling out of the Senegal squad means that West Ham get fined, but when he plays for Senegal, they injure him. And he's West Ham's player. If West Ham say, no, you're not going to play for them because we don't trust their management of your injuries, why is that not legitimate? Because the Senegalese witch doctor performed black magic. (laughs) They're going to have to perform it on Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Rising from the dead. Maybe that's what he's up to. Yeah, he's buggered off to Africa. Strange days. Um, All right, well, we might move on to uh, previewing next week's fixtures. Uh, And we'll start with the North London derby, which is the early game for once, Corey, if you'll be happy. Yes, about time we got an early game and not a 4.30 kickoff. I think it'll be an absolute cracking game. Both teams in in great form at at a good time, obviously, and it'll be tightly contested. I think we, we we should win, but I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't, but it'll be a cracking game nonetheless. And I don't think I spoke fast enough then. <laughs> yeah. The only guy here I could... Do you, re- do you um, reckon Harry Kane's going to be a threat? Or yes, but you... Ericsson more so. More so. Ericsson only scores in the last 10 minutes. You'll be okay as long as you're like, leading back. Or from free kicks. Backs. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, it'll be interesting to see how Coquilin plays. But, I mean, at the same time, they have to contain Giroud, Ozil, Sanchez if he plays Walcott, Cazorla, Ramsey. So, I mean... It's, it's, it'll be a close game, and it'll, it'll be a, a very good very good game, and I'm actually glad it's the early game. So, uh, Who's that new defender you've brought in? Oh, uh, Gabriel Palista. Any chance that he'll play in the next couple of weeks? I mean, obviously, oh, I, I assume he's being brought in as a sort of motorcycle replacement. Third choice, but I mean, when Cos and Murtisaka play together, they're, they're quite a solid partnership, but... Do you see him sort um, of replacing Murtisaka down the line, though? Is that I think so. The, Apparently, he's a bit of a thug, a bit of a thug, which is good. So, okay, we we need a bit of mongrel in our team, but um, I I think he's twenty five, maybe. But it'd be good. To, I think he's more of a Koscielny type player, like sort of fast, sort uh sort of thing. But um, it, I, I haven't seen him play admittedly, but it'd be good to see him get a run in the next few weeks at some point. Well, it was interesting, I think, on Sky Sports, they were doing a poll, and a lot of people were rating him as the best signing at the January window. So, um, But then, in saying that, was there really that many signings? Well, so, yes. it's, not, it's not much well, to go off. there was one other one. <laughs> <laughs> it was the two transfers. Yes, the two transfers. Now, I don't know if everyone realises this, but you guys know that uh, when the fixtures repeat, they have the exact same set of fixtures as the original week, right? Oh really? Yeah, I, they've done that. that. They've done that for a couple of years, and I saw I think it was a few weeks ago. Um, people talking about um, how I think it was uh, the first of January games that everyone was playing the same teams, but no one seemed to pick up on that. They've done it for a few years now, so that's why that's, I made the comment. This is the exact same set of fixtures that we had Grand Final Day. I think they alternate here and there, though. You won't really. Yeah, I think a few rounds swap around at, at points. Oh, the round. Oh, yeah, they, they don't do it in the same order. But I think on any given week, the same teams oh, will be I playing. know what you mean. Yeah? So you're saying they were all... I don't think you played West Ham on that day. Um, well, I'd look it up, because I reckon you did. And I, I'll, let's Wait. have a look. Oh, yeah, I got confused. I thought it was October. I mean, uh... So it was, it was the I, end, of, end of September. I forgot Grand Final Day, all right? I'm a fat <laughs> dragon. Yeah, so did I. I who, who, who won the Grand Final? I would have no idea. I was piss-roaring because there was a lot of business after half-time, because it was a terrible game. Yeah. Uh, 
We'll talk about we'll talk about Hull Man City now, actually, because I can because then I can say that the only things I remember from this game is Mangala putting the ball into his own net and then giving away a penalty for uh, Hernandez to put us two two at half time in that one, and me thinking, oh, that's right, and you lost four two. Or something, we did, didn't you? and I was thinking, here we go, you know, this will be redemption after the Swannies have let me down, and uh, no, we lost four two. I think it was Zabaleta and uh, Lampard who scored. How do you think you'll go this time around? Uh, I'll I'll bring out the same line I used about Chelsea a few weeks ago. Anything less than a tennis score and I'll be happy if we can walk away with about a you, two or three goal loss I'll be happy you guys are in big strife though we are everyone's making fun of uh, Villa but we're actually the second lowest scorers in the Premier League we've had are you, uh, are you getting uh, injuries coming back or to be fair we've, we've scored 20 so it's not as if we're close to Villa um, yeah we, we are getting our injured, injured players back against Newcastle we actually had four players come back unexpectedly um, they were a bit rusty which is Sorry? I think once Diame's fit again, it'll help you a lot. Yeah, Diame's due back either this week or against Villa, which is our next game, uh, which yeah, will be a big um, one. I think Ndoy, if he gets clearance, will probably come off the bench because we don't want to run him into the ground after the African Cup of Nations. But um, I think all eyes are on the Villa game, not on this one. How easy yeah. is the run? The run home is really tough. We've got a Nor- Norwich-esque run home in uh, May, but... Um, the next, I think, four home games are Villa, Sunderland, QPR, and Burnley. You really need to be winning three of those games. Yeah, so I think we've targeted we've targeted three wins out of those, and that would take oh, us watch, up to about you, thirty you, points. You watch, you watch Villa put five past you. <laughs> Please don't say that. They are actually a bogey <laughs> team of ours. They, I think if Hull win all four of those games, you're out of the relegation zone. Oh, for sure. If we win all you four, I think we're safe. Points. I think if we win all four, we're basically safe because that would take us to seven wins and about ten draws or something. Which and is, I know that's only about thirty-three points, but the way this season's going with sides like QPR and Leicester not picking up points at all, and Villa as well, um, I think honestly, for me, I think if we get above Villa on the table, we're not going back below them. You reckon? The way they're going, I just can't see them picking up many points at all at the moment. Um, they scored the last time we played Villa. The score was three-one to Villa, so they scored about a third of their goals for the season against us. Wow! So that's embarrassing. Hopefully that doesn't repeat. Oh, that, to be fair, that was when they were in in their good run of form. But uh, hopefully that doesn't repeat. But anyway, that's uh, a good that, run of form in the first two games. In the first, I think it was three or four games. Yeah. Just just to guess, Sam, it could be worse. You could be Dortmund right now. I was going to bring that game up. I uh, I saw that scoreline this morning. I think was it the first ever time that that side had beaten Dortmund and the, the fans booed the players and Hummels and somebody yeah, went over to the fans. Wadenfeller. Yeah, Wadenfeller. First time in the 80 year history that they lost at home to Augsburg. Which is uh, ridiculous, really. They're in a bit of strife, to put it plainly. Do we see Klopp getting the sack? No, I mean, they'll probably get a the rebound. The question season. needs to be asked though. The question does need to be asked. Does Is, is his time up? And would he, would he get a big club coming after him if he was sacked or yes. is it, has this tainted yes. him yes. he'll be Arsenal after this I, that, that, that's my thing yeah I get the sense he's going to end if up not Arsenal. he'll be at PSG because they're going to sack Blanc soon enough um, so that will be an interesting one um, the other big derby we've got this weekend of course is Everton up against Liverpool as the late game um, perhaps some Phil Jagielka heroics the, uh, on repeat oh that's right the belter the absolute belter in the last minute which I missed because I'd gone to bed I don't know. It's going to be a cracking game. Real one of those uh, six pointers mid table clash. Yeah. Well, um, for, for Everton, <laughs> if they can't, they need the points to um, get up out of the relegation, relegation battle. battle. Yeah. <laughs> they were lucky they got that win against Palace. I mean, it is a huge game, really. But the way Everton are going, you have to wonder 
will they get anything out of the game? But at the same time, Dar- uh, form goes right out the window in derbies. Yeah. Well, I think Sturridge has made his return right at the right time for Liverpool because he'll be a huge boost for them in this game. But he'll get Liverpool injured. shouldn't have trouble against Everton. I mean, um, they've actually hit a bit of a groove, Liverpool, and um, it'll be a bit funny if they can't beat Everton. Um, I, I think, know. I think they'd be pretty unhappy if they can't. Yeah, I, I do want to ask the question. If Sturridge goes down injured again and Liverpool haven't brought in a new striker which they haven't done. Um, Rodgers would be getting a lot of heat for that, wouldn't he? Well, they bought two strikers in the last window before the one just closed, and they were trying to sell them in the last window. Um, I think we made an inquiry for Lambert, actually, and um, they had a bid accepted from Villa, didn't they? Ooh, that's going to increase your goal striking presence, have Ricky Lambert. Yeah. There was, there was an argument about that on the, on the forum between Jets and Apollo. What was the argument about? Ricky Lambert and, and if he'd score goals for Villa or not and how terrible would, Lambert is as a player and if he'd do well or... Lambert isn't a terrible player. He's just playing at a club that's probably above him. But if he went back to a Villa sort of club, he'd, he'd been in, you know, three or four, five goals maybe. If they're not scoring with Benteke, they ain't going to score for Lambert. Uh, maybe. Benteke well, strikes Lambert... me as pretty out of form though. Still, he's still better than Lambert in any way. And they're not creating chances too, Villa, so that's that big issue. What if um what if Balotelli went to Villa? Oh jeez. He would either score a goal every game and suddenly turn into Leo Messi, or most likely he would be a giant sack of potato. He would not give two asses if he went to Villa. He would just plod along, get his paycheck every week, and yeah, would not give a rat's ass. I, I, look, if I'm if I'm Villa and I've scored eleven goals for the whole season, I'm not going to be targeting Liverpool strikers to solve that. <laughs> how, how does how does um, what's it, Lambert have, still have a job? Yeah, Which I'm Lambert? surprised at that. Uh, the, the, I assume you mean Paul Lambert. Yes, I forgot his first name. I was <laughs> going to say Neil. Um, yeah, how's, <laughs> how, how, how's he still employed after? They were shit last season. They were shit since he took over, and they're still shit now. Yeah, because I always thought that the reason he had a job was because they were playing a young side, they were progressing, and they were sort of seeing this... Seeing they haven't gone anywhere. The hmm? They, they haven't gone anywhere. Yeah, well, exactly. As, as, as Cookie said before, they're just a nothing club who happened to have won a Champions, a Champions Cup. But, and their, mean, own, their they, owner came out they, and defended him and said, oh, it's not oh, his he's fault. He's terrible as well. Randy Lerner's horrible. But, I mean, what are they actually doing? They're I collecting think... their 119th slice from the Premier League thing. They're doing literally nothing with it. <laughs> I reckon they need the relegation to sort of jolt them out of it, and it'll actually revitalise them as a club, sort of like Newcastle them, a couple of years ago. Revitalise them and send them like to the fourth, third or fourth division. <laughs> <laughs> they fin- they might be able to score some goals finally. But no, we found it's Portsmouth. It took us 180 minutes to score three against Cambridge, so they're looking screwed there. <laughs> Good point. They've got um, Chelsea this week, so decent <laughs> shot at scoring a couple of goals this week. Didn't they Is... beat Chelsea a season or two back? I think, I, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, maybe not last season, but you might you might be right. I know that they beat you guys last season. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> We beat you guys in the FA Cup, it's alright. Yeah. And we still beat Arsenal under David Moyes. Oh, we won a trophy last season. So do we, Community Shield, number one. <laughs> Moises won an only trophy with United. He beat Barcelona. I, I, you, you, you can't see Chelsea losing to... Oh, if Chelsea lost to Villa, that would have to be just about the upset of the, the millennium. Yeah. Um, the only chance of Chelsea losing is that somehow comedically passed the ball 
into their own net from the halfway line. Oh, yeah, that would be it. Like, if Chelsea lost, it would be from an own goal, so Villa still wouldn't have actually scored a goal. <laughs> it's almost tempting to chuck all your savings on ch- on a Chelsea win. It is. It, it is. is very, oh, they'd be paying, tough. like, a dollar ten or something, if that. If I'd rather that. not chuck my savings. It's not worth it. Just don't have any yeah, sa- savings. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Chelsea have looked a bit fatigued last month. Yeah, I mean, they have struggled a little bit, but... I mean, I, I don't know. You can't. I know last Fabricus week. Cro- back. I know Costa's out. Yeah, I think Costa's out for another two games. Um, I assume Fabregas is back. But I know you were saying last week, Croft, that you wouldn't be surprised if Villa had scored against you guys. And I'm sure pretty much every side's now sort of got that worry that they'll be the they side to, that. Yeah. They've well, got to score. They have, so. Exactly. They've got to score sooner or later. Yeah, don't win, worry. It'll yeah. be against us next week. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'd laugh. Oh, I would cry. I'd, I'd laugh. I would I'd cry. laugh. Not this way. I would laugh if Villa scored an own goal. Oh, against that, us that or against anyone? Happy. They'll score, that but... The wrong end, the yeah. Wrong that would be good. Um, uh, we've also got Man United up against West Ham, as you alluded to before, Cookie. Um, West Ham going through a bit of a bad patch at the moment. How do you see that one? Bogey team, aren't they, West Ham for United? No, we beat them. Often, though, or you slip up against them occasionally? I could be we imagining things, beat but... them quite a lot. Okay, I know. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, like, I'm going back ten years ago, but I remember you, you, you lost one game at Upton Park. But as I said, it's quite a while ago, and I, I look like a dickhead now, so I'm going to stop talking. Actually, no. Well, I think I'm going to eat my own words because I do think you guys played them a little bit later in the um, in the season than than those other games. I'll just have a look at. You're that. still going on about that? No, oh, we didn't. I checked it. Oh, it was on that day. We played them on the 27th of September. Yes, that'll be it. I believe it was grand final it day. Been. It was the and, early game. And Sacco would have uh, scored the goal for West Ham, I believe. Paddy McNair made his debut. That's right. No, because I remember watching a replay of it in a pub and I didn't think that was so soon after the grand final. Anyway, we can move on from that and uh, talk about the game. you think United at home would be a short thing. We're away, but we've changed. Oh. We've been a bit sus away, but... It depends to what, how LVG decides to line up. Can you please be... play Rooney as a striker? I'll just no. pick up my... I'll pick up my phone and call him. I brought him in only recently because they had a good run of fixtures. Get uh, Dalek Linden. Ah, uh, I'll be right. Actually, I've got to make my uh, wild card this week, so maybe I will. In fact, yeah, it's pretty it, much. Garud is my tip at the moment for a striker. Who? I got, I got rid of him after. Giroud. Wait, wait. Giroud? Giroud. Giroud. He's French, his name's not important. Giroud. 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 Are you being very. I very Giroud. I'm calling him Garud. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I got rid of him after he got his uh, red card the other week, so... Um, I don't Dump know. Rudy and he'll score a hat-trick, so please do that. No, I might, oh, yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? I had him earlier in the season as well and made him captain, I think it was the week you guys had uh, uh, Burnley. And that, that was that nil-nil game. I was pretty unhappy with that, about that one. But yeah, pretty anyway. Much as long as we line up with Blind, Di Maria, I probably would pick Fellaini. Maybe Herrera as a midfield, that'd be a pretty decent midfield for, against West Ham. Well, I think, and Jets was making the point on the forum, um, when you look at the table, Stoke are only four points behind West Ham, and you think West Ham's had such an amazing season, does that mean we have to say a little bit about how, how well Stoke's been going? I mean, we joke about the fact that they haven't been much of a football side in recent years, but this season and last season under Mark Hughes, I mean, credit has to go to Mark Hughes. He's really turned them around. He's turned yeah, them into but... a football club. <laughs> When you look that's at like, assuming, sorry, that's assuming West Ham have done well. They're below Liverpool, so <laughs> no, fair enough. But um, I mean, credit's got to go to Mark Hughes because he he had looked a bit 
in trouble as a manager after what spells at Man City, Fulham, uh, Blackburn. Blackburn. It was good at Blackburn, I think. I think was he at Blackburn before? Or was that Allardyce? I think he was Might at Blackburn before uh, Man. He was at Man City. Yeah. Oh, he's at QPR as well. That was the other one. He was good at Blackburn from memory. He was sort of seventh, eighth. Yeah, so sort of thing. Yeah. he sort of redeemed himself after bad spells at uh, QPR and Fulham, I think. So, and City. And City. Shit at City. Oh, to be fair to him, I think he was manager when they just after the takeover. So yeah. he was always going to sort of be stuck in that sort of transition period. Yeah, where else has yeah. he been? I think that's it. So I think he started at Blackburn, then he was at uh, Man City, then uh, then Fulham, then uh, QPR, and now Stoke. He was in Barcelona a bit too. Oh, as a player, yeah. And, and at United. Where he scored like 180-odd goals, I believe. Something like that. Yeah, he was a decent striker back in the day. Good partner with Eric. That striker we don't need league. to talk about United anymore, though. <laughs> I think we need to talk about United. I think we'll talk about how why, why Eric Cantona is the best French striker ever to have lived. Ju Fontaine says hello. Who? Ju Fontaine. Exactly. Who scored 12 goals of the 1958 World Cup. I was thought you were going for Henri there. I was expecting bait there. Hung bait out, no nibbles, disappointed. (laughs) Gotta try harder. Um... (laughs) I think that's that's just about it from uh, games to look forward to. Any other games to catch the eye? I mean, we've got QPR up against Southampton. We've got Leicester up against Palace. There's Swansea... a Madrid derby on this weekend, which is pretty decent. You yeah. expect? I think Ronaldo's back from suspension. Is he? I don't know. He... Real Madrid have been playing you're, better you're without the, him. You're, you're the fanboy, Pope Club. You tell us. Yeah. Um, I'll just say no, but maybe he is. Hamid's <laughs> <laughs> got taken off injured this morning. Yeah, Brick is yeah, it's really disappointing that. Um, he broke his He was playing real well. But um, it's good news for... Real Madrid aren't going to suffer. I mean, they got because Modric should come back soon, and, and Isco, um, and it's really good news for Isco because he's basically playing the whole season because he's filling in for one injured player. It was it was Modric now it's James Jesse Rodriguez coming back as well. So I'm pretty happy for if Ronaldo just wants to sit it up. And the other speaking of Madrid, I wanted to talk about um, oh, what's the one the wonder kid's name? Martin Odegaard. Odegaard, yeah, he's been named in the uh, Champions League squad, I believe. Yeah, and he performed really well for the um, for the B team. Yeah, I think he assisted for t- he assisted two goals, or he was involved in two goals. Yeah, on his debut. So um, uh, pretty impressive for a, he's, he's sixteen still, isn't he? Yeah, he's yes. just turned sixteen. That's incredible. I He'll about be my... the youngest Champions League player if he plays against Schalke. Do you reckon he will? <laughs> I reckon I'll give him some a little bit of time. Schalke. <laughs> Schalke. Schalke. <laughs> we all can't speak German like you, Cruyff. They should play him against Chalk. Chalk? Chalk. Chalk. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> any closing thoughts, boys? <laughs> Cookson, oh, not much. Fall on the floor? <laughs> Nada. Nada? All right, before we lose Croft completely, I might uh, thank you boys for coming on. Thanks for having us. And and thank you everyone else for listening. Uh, And until next week, we'll see you on the forums.